0: five songs or less. Listeners. (laughs) This is Danny. And this week I have punished Dante with these arms are snakes. (laughs) And I apologize for all of that. For all the arm wiggling? For all
1: the arm wiggling. We're probably going to get You know, we might get a lot of listeners on this episode, but do you know who we're not going to get? Who? Indiana Jones.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm surprised. I like this band because I don't like snakes at all. They scare me.
1: Have we talked about snakes or spiders before? I don't believe so. Snakes or spiders, Danny. You have to like find find one in your like like a pretty like you know mean looking one.
0: mm Hmm.
1: Uh, let's say, let's say objectively, they're equally like dangerous. Okay. And that could be not dangerous at all, or you know, poisonous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you rather it be a snake or a spider? Spider. No Why?
0: hesitation. Why? Because snakes freak me out. It doesn't matter how non-poisonous, non-threatening it is. If I see it move, it makes me want to head for the hills. No, I don't want to head for the hills because the farther up the mountain you go, the more snakes you get.
1: Is that true? I feel I mean, like gravity; they would all just like, like slide down <laughs> to the valley.
0: I can't grab onto anything.
1: <laughs> There's no traction up there.
0: I don't have they don't have any fingers and any arms and fucking thumbs. Like they can't grab on the shit. <clears throat> you uh, looking up your opinion, or what are you? How to respond
1: <laughs> to an imbecile. If, if you're in an improv about snakes. <laughs> no, I just got called out on uh, whether or not I made dinner. And I made dinner. Okay. so uh, It looks like it. Yeah. The reason I was called out on that is because uh, the person questioning me assumes mm-hmm. that I ate a pre-made meal. Mm-hmm. Pre-made by her. Uh, oh, mom. So this Should is why this is why I'm afraid to tell this story is exactly that. <laughs> so I'm I'm probably like two days from <coughs> right on cue, um, <laughs> two to three days from being better. But I'm a lot better today than I was a couple days ago. Um, last last Friday afternoon uh i started feeling pretty sick like right as my my first volleyball camp was ending ooh. and uh just like nose is going nonstop like sinus compression is that the right word compression yeah okay um i don't i don't think it is congestion yeah there we go thank you
0: compression congestion
1: ooh we got a schoolhouse
0: rocks episode going
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> God damn this fly, man! I'm I'm gonna like break my computer because I'm gonna swing <laughs> this towel around and try to kill it. But um, last
0: episode, then
1: I, I had this cough that was starting. And it was that cough where I was coughing so hard, but absolutely like nothing was happening. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it, whatever's like inside was just like a solid layer that took a couple days to chisel away at with some mm-hmm. some coughs. But the most fun symptom is just go to bed and sweat profusely <laughs> wake up just absolutely soaked sheets yes and i was like i don't know it's like i i don't get it like i have the ac going it, it has something to do with the sickness i'm assuming yeah yeah and fucking better and anyway so i had to cancel plans with Shugay's girlfriend <gasps> on saturday because of this um mm-hmm. and i and uh she was upset not sure that she believed me at first that i was sick mm-hmm. She, though, ended up coming over on Sunday and she brought all sorts of goodies, in, including a, a soup she had made. Mm-hmm. Fucking listen to this, man.
0: Okay, I'm listening.
1: Cauliflower. Ooh. Turmeric. Wow. plays Plays a big fucking role in this thing. Quinoa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh... Uh-huh. I think tomatoes, some peppers. Uh, she did not do carrots because she knows I'm not a big fan of cooked carrots. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Fuck, I'm gonna get in trouble. I can't remember what else. Um, just land on the window, you motherfucker. It just go. It just it just wants to look out the window for a second and then fly over my head. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, can you can you hear the the mm-hmm. singing? Yeah.
1: Oh, is that is it singing?
0: Yeah, it's it lost. I mean, it's putting at to bed. And so they're singing ABCs, and they're singing I'm a Little Teapot.
1: Aw, the classics.
0: And probably Twinkle, a Little Star. Those are the three.
1: So three songs, two melodies. <laughs> yes. Uh, I already forgot. Oh, I'm a Little Teapot. Yeah, that's a different melody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A, B, C, Twinkle. D, E, F, G, Twinkle. H, I, J, K, L, <laughs> M, N, O, P. That's how it P. goes. <laughs> um. Anyway, this uh, delicious ass soup fixed fixed Sounds me right delicious. up. She yeah. brought me over tea. She brought me over a, that book of crosswords you you saw me you oh. like struggling mm-hmm. at. Oh boy, she brought me Sunday. I don't know why she thinks I can do Sunday. <laughs> I'm a Monday Tuesday man at best. Monday
0: Junior Edition. Come on.
1: <laughs> they do. They make a mini. It's really it's like five <laughs> five by five yeah, like yeah, at most. Five by five. Perfect. Brought like she made her own like guacamole. Brought and anyway. Just the goddamn best. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you said, you made the joke about my mom. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, I can't appreciate this too much because I don't want to be that like fucking, you know, oh, every man is just looking for his mom. Yeah. Type of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I had to tell her, fuck you. Don't ever pull any <laughs> shit again. I, so well, I, that sounds I, very nice. I poured the rest of the soup off the roof. <laughs> good, good. And uh, had a call in sick to work for four more days.
0: <laughs> Speaking of parents, hmm. do your parents know about Shoegaze Girl yet? They do, yeah. Ooh. I. Do they know her name? Or do yes. you call her Shoegaze Girl? <laughs> they
1: are, they are un, they're They They're are. unaware of her true name, Shoegaze Girlfriend. They yes. know her as Sarah.
0: Okay, okay. Hey, it's the first time you said her name on the pod. You want me to bleep it?
1: Yeah, do a bleep or do like a, a, a <laughs> type of thing, like or like a dolphin sound, like some, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, do something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, my I, I can't remember how it brought how it came up, but like. Oh, I think I told my mom that, like, yeah, I'm going, you know, like, hiking in the Black Hills or something way back when.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And she was asking me about it, and so I kind of had to spill the beans, and she asked me her name. And thankfully, Mm -hmm. the first time uh, she didn't ask me how we met, that came up in a subsequent conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Ah, you know, we met how,
0: just, you know, we met. We just met. It's 2021, Mom.
1: But here's the thing. I ended up telling her like, uh, oh, we met on a dating app," and she goes, "Oh yeah, that's the best way." Like, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> all right, all right." Does Dad know you feel this way? <laughs> Does he know you're so so enthusiastic about this? Uh, speaking of Shugay's girlfriend, she is uh, currently, mm-hmm. she just, I guess, snuck into a bar. I mean, she's of age. I think it was to get around a yeah. cover fee. Cover oh, okay. charge?
0: Wow, she's rebellious.
1: Trust me, there's there's been times where I'm like, no, you you have to pay for that.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't care that it's Walmart. I know, but I'm a rule follower.
0: Um, are are you, are you TV f- under your shirt? Is
1: obvious. <laughs> it's it's shit like uh, like pint glasses from restaurants, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or apparently. Entire stone pizza trays. <laughs> I think. I think what she said was uh, one of her friends uh, has done uh-huh. that multiple times. But wow. yeah, have are you familiar with Orville
0: Peck? Yes, I've listened a little bit. Cody's a big fan of him.
1: Okay, well, that's why she she's sneaking into this bar right now is to see him live.
0: Oh, rad! Yeah, that's cool. Didn't want to give a. Artist that she likes any money. Cool, cool. (laughs) Since I'm sure he makes so much off the door.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I can tell you how it works if he were to play at Maryland's on K 12 years ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he did. Can't tell because he's got that mask on.
1: Well, he knew. He's got a mask up. Yep. Danny, I have a question for you. Okay. Shoot, you're not a giant emoji user. I would say you you tend to lean towards gifs if you can. Would you say that's accurate?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I know. Do do you use a lot of emojis? Maybe,
0: maybe you do. I use some. I have, you know, my my like five go-to's. But sure. Yeah. When you're gonna use one, Mm
1: -hmm. how quickly do you like? If it's not in your favorites, how quickly do you find it?
0: It usually takes a while. And I'm really, I was really happy when Apple added the search feature yes. to the emojis.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Like it's, yeah, it'll take me a fucking 10 minutes to find one sometimes. Cause I've scrolled past it like five times.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And it, like, I guess it happens to me mostly with the faces. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, I know that face where he's like, hmm, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I know, I know that's here somewhere. But like, I don't know if some people are like, okay, fifth column, bottom row or whatever. Uh, I am not. I never just, I never even think to like commit to memory where they're located, if not in Mm -hmm. my favorites. And it takes me so long. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I don't know. I just, I don't know if that was a me thing or if most people struggle. Yeah. But also, I don't Mm -hmm. know, like there's some like of the faces. I don't know how to, like, I know how to search for, you know, hamburger. But how do you search for, you know, a certain face?
0: Yeah. You just got to type in the the description of the face like smug or grin or smug tongue Mm. sticking out or something like that or disdain. I don't know. There's probably a there's probably one for disdain.
1: I would love that emoji pack. That's like this (coughs) one's called glint of terror in his eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this one's called, She's Seen Some Shit.
0: <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to look up disdain really quick. Oh, my Amazon package was delivered. What'd oh, you see? get? I went right I went right for gifts. Uh, some stuff for the house. Am I spelling disdain right? D-I-S-T-A-I-N? No, you are not. Okay. D-I-S-D.
1: Another D. Disdain? Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: It was Dane Cook. Disdain. Yeah. No, there's no dis- disdain in there. <laughs> uh, why Why do you ask, though? It's just like...
1: I was just... Just wanted to know? I was just using emojis earlier, and I was like, I, I can't find this fucker. I know it's here, unless they, like, removed it. I didn't want to be, like, that level of old, though, where I'm like... They must have removed this emoji. It's not just that yeah. I'm a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> what are your top are emojis? Your top top five.
1: Let's see. Let me pop into my conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I'll send you my top five. One, two, three. Four. Now, does it go by column or row? Column. So that, that is not most used. That is just five most recently used.
0: Um. No, it it the it goes in uh order of how much you use it. So if you use one a whole bunch, it will like jump to the very first spot.
1: Okay, well I'm telling you the one that's first column but at the bottom, so like it would be 5th. Uh-huh. I used once today maybe for the first time ever.
0: Oh. Maybe they changed the way it works or maybe I just assumed the way it works. Probably like, both.
1: Like right now, the one that I would say is probably top, let's see, we're, okay. So in the frequently used, there's six columns. I mean, there's 30 emojis in the frequently used, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. I
1: would say the one that I use, it's got to be top five, is second to last column, second to last row. Weird. Yeah. And so
0: maybe your phone's messed up because the five I sent you, I use a lot.
1: So Danny sent me grinning, you see both top and bottom teeth, smiley guy with, like, kind of tented eyes. Sure, sure. Um, I don't know, how would you describe that? Just, he's a big, happy guy.
0: Yeah, big, happy guy. Then
1: then a full-on sobbing,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: laughing, crying guy. Yep. Red heart. Yes. Blowing a kiss. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That is dangerous. Blowing a kiss.
0: With the with the heart. Not just the one that's like lips puckered. That one that one's creepy. Oh yeah,
1: that yeah, I don't ever use that one. Is that what that's supposed to be? That's it's blowing a kiss. I think so. See, I'm I'm trying to find it and can't. Um,
0: just search for, for there kiss. it is.
1: So there's two. There's one where there's like the reddish hue to the cheeks and one without. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right, the one above, like without the red, it kind of just looks like it might be whistling.
0: Oh, it could be whistling, yeah. But the
1: one with the red, with like the the thinner eyes, is kind of like it's going in for like for a kiss with a woman who like is absolutely not into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a peppy Lapew <laughs> emoji. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew emoji. But uh, yeah, sorry, I just had uh, sweet. Just had some emoji talk there I wanted yeah. to. I was like, oh, I never thought about this before. So, Danny, I see you have some more jokes behind you. I do. Um, I
0: quite a few jokes behind me.
1: Let's see. I got to go just, yeah. Okay. Can you move your head a little bit? Oh, huh, okay. Hmm. Do you have them all?
0: I have them all.
1: So it's got to be the one in the top, like the one over your right shoulder uh-huh yeah the one like furthest to that corner but it, is there like a glare on it or something no no not easter no other this corner one. other corner other this corner one. yeah <laughs> this what, down here no, no. <laughs> it's your belly button
0: <laughs> what what is that that is their first ep this is meant to hurt you
1: okay is there another side to it
0: no that's the front cover yeah, that's the front cover. There's I, the, well, well, there's my finger. Uh, uh, that's the eye, the girl's eye. There's the Christmas lights. There.
1: Yeah, I cannot make that out at no? all. Yeah, because no. uh, we can jump right to it. We're going to talk about the the band now, listeners. That Ooh. cover creeps me out.
0: It's a little creepy.
1: Yeah, it it has that same like real close up, like angle from above as. Um, De- that Deftones album.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: But uh, this uh, adds like the funness of Strangulation, maybe? Yeah, or like yeah. just Holiday Bondage. Holiday <laughs> <laughs> Bondage. <laughs> Starring yeah, Dean Christmas, Kane.
0: Babe. <laughs> yeah, that cover. I don't know about that album cover, but. There was a lot of like that shit going around in like the early aughts.
1: Oh, it must have been fine then.
0: Uh, probably, probably.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard anything bad. <laughs> Shuge's girlfriend brought up uh, a song that was stuck in her head when she was over here, and uh-huh. it, it was a artist I'd never heard of. Um, Borns. Is that Bornz? Bornz, Borns? Borns. B o r n s. It's his name. Um
0: don't know anything about it.
1: Uh I hadn't either. And, mm-hmm. Uh and they go, Oh, I've never I've never heard of that artist. I will look them up. And I did, and I was like, Oh wow, yeah, look how cancelled he is. And she was just like, oh <laughs> Like, I mean, she she is not gonna fuck around and be like, oh well, maybe, you know, and she's like, Well, that sucks, but he's done for. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, you're fifty percent of artists are just like yeah. Just a matter of time.
0: Who is this person? Uh, my stupid. I can't wait to get better Wi-Fi in this house. The pictures Borns. that will
1: come up, like, make you want to hate him so much. Yeah. yeah. Look. Go to the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia picture is disgusting. Sarah called it uh, an unfortunate picture. She says, "Oh, I'd never seen him before. It's unfortunate he looks like that."
0: Oh. No. <laughs> It didn't even come up yet. It's still on like this. Mm. This screen where it's like suggesting it. Ugh. all right. No thanks. No thank you. Yeah.
1: And and it's nothing against the like the idea of like you know, gender bending or like dressing uh-huh. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. androgynous or anything. Uh the way he does it, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. like from what the pictures I've seen, I don't care for. Yeah. So Danny, uh, as we've hey. as we've mentioned, and as our listeners can hear, I'm uh, mm-hmm. en- enjoying a nutritious dinner.
0: You sure are.
1: What did you eat? Because uh, that was the kind of final piece to getting you to be able to record. Is got to fill my, that belly up.
0: Yeah, got to fill up that belly. I had some uh, tortellini with uh, I think it had cheese and sun dried tomato and something else in it. It was good. It was decent. We put pesto on there.
1: Is that a cream-based uh, sauce?
0: Uh, pesto is not creamy, but it does uh, often have dairy in it.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's delicious. Yeah. Can't do it.
0: I think, well, I was about to say Trader Joe's has vegan one, but Sorry, drive. doesn't to help you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Made that for the kids. Lassa liked it. Han struggled through five little tortellinis. He's such a picky eater.
1: What, yeah, what about fucking cheesy carbs?
0: Because I'm sure he eats I, it in other forms, right? I mean, he eats cheese and everything. Like he eats quesadillas, he eats a cheese sandwich. Other pastas? Just eat a piece of cheese. He'll eat spaghetti with butter and salt. Hmm. But he will not eat spaghetti with red sauce anymore. He used to. And he'll eat mac and cheese, but he doesn't like the Kraft mac and cheese anymore. No, he only likes it when we order it for him from restaurants. Jeez. Like a fucking snob.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's making some very interesting choices. Um, yeah. Um, father, <laughs> I, I've decided against red sauce. It reminds me of the blood spilled for oil. <laughs> father, He's an environmentalist. I will be getting my mac and cheese takeout, please.
0: None of this craft
1: dinner, as the Canadians say.
0: I, I have been uh, attempting to call him "son." Have you? Have you? As you have requested. This is great news. <laughs> it's it, it's not too awkward. It's 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 been very like, "Come here, son!" Like that kind of
1: yeah, yeah thing.
0: It works well, out well.
1: I, I think as long as it's not always associated with "I'm about to be scolded."
0: Yeah, no, it hasn't. It hasn't been that. It's, it, yeah, it's just like son, come here, like that yeah. kind
1: of thing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I I'll hope. try to keep it up. Oh, yeah, I hope that works out.
0: Well, what what <laughs> could you do for uh, Lhasa? I tried calling her daughter, and it's just too much. There's, yeah, there's too many syllables.
1: Yeah, it's a, well, there's two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's call her Da. Da da da. Oh, we're gonna start talking about that song for twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna to go to bed at one a.m. and be so yeah. grumpy yeah. tomorrow at camp. <laughs> um, you have no idea what it's like to spend all day with kids. I, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, that's that's bad news for daughter and son.
0: Yes, it is. Who've you who,
1: you've started calling them that? Uh, just because you've slowly forgotten their names,
0: <laughs> uh, it's, it's Johnny and Billy, right? All right, Dante, have you had you ever heard of these arms of snakes before? Yes. Okay. Possibly from me. You. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know.
1: It may have also been from Sacramento Jesuit High School cousin who loaded me up with his like entire oh. hard drive one Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, Mm -hmm. you know, 15 years ago. (laughs) Yes. Honestly, can't remember. This would be the type of band that he would have liked, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, I so I had heard of them before. And because uh, especially more recently, knowing that you liked them, assumed they were. Something that they turned out not to be. Um. You assumed they were good? If if you like them, that wouldn't be a given. Um, <laughs> Not
0: a given. I also gave you 90-pound wuss.
1: <sighs> that that trust is slowly being rebuilt, but it's... <laughs> yeah. What I always... So I I have continuously in my head, even before you gave me this band, have mm-hmm. sometimes thought that These Arms Are Snakes is the band that you... I think tried to get me to like uh, at back at Dimple that mm. are from Livermore.
0: I mean, oh, who is that? Okay, We Carry Thy Banner. Yes, yes.
1: I think maybe just because they're you know longer named sure, bands sure. or something, mm-hmm. um, they're they're sentence band names. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that I I may have conflated the two. So it turns out, and I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, these arms are snakes are not we carry thy banner. Uh, <laughs> spoiler. You you put them on a um on a mix for me, I believe. Did you, I? You, yeah, you made a you made Did a mix. Did it make you a me. mix? You made me a mix, yeah. It was like a kind of like an older school emo mix.
0: Really? hmm I don't remember this. Do you still have it?
1: Yeah, man. I have a mix C D from <laughs> fifteen years ago for sure. Sweet.
0: You do, cool. Get it out.
1: Ah, okay. I just pull out a DVD that clearly says, like, like advanced volleyball technique, and you're like, oh, wow! That's it! That's my handwriting. Now, so, this band started, this surprised me, this band started in, like, oh2.
0: Yes, after after the demise of Botch.
1: Yes, which I just realized I wrote down in my
0: notes as both. <laughs> after the demise of both both who both botch and kill Sadie yes um were you fans of
1: one or either of them and that led you to these arms of snakes
0: I was a fan of botch and saw botch on their last tour their second to last show was in Sacramento and it was fucking amazing oh keep talking (laughs) is that what that means you want to keep going okay and, uh, yeah, I saw a botch. And then a couple months later, Minus the Bear came through on the, one of their first tours. And then I saw the Insarge Snakes open for the Blood Brothers. Didn't know who the Insarge Snakes were, but they were fucking great. Um, they were a five, five piece or maybe a six. No, I think they were a five piece. Cause I think Matt, I believe it's pronounced Bayless. I used to always say bales. And then I actually looked at the letters And uh, realize it's Hmm. not Bales.
1: (laughs) Well, they called him Matt Bales because he left.
0: Oh, true. True. Yeah. He was also there with Minus the Bear the first time I saw them. But anyway, so I saw them over before Blood Brothers. They had this CD. So I think they had been around for a little while. This was in 03, I think. Yes, 03. Um, And so, and then, yeah, about the first EP, this one right here that Dante can't recognize at that show.
1: But I have that image burned in my head,
0: so. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's how I found these arms are snakes.
1: Um, so you said you like Botch, or you liked Botch.
0: I, do. I, I, I still like Sure, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would love to give them to you for one of these episodes, but their music has been removed from streaming services due to label things.
1: What? Which member or members of These Arms or Snakes, were in botch.
0: The bass player also played bass in botch.
1: Okay. Brian Cook.
0: Brian Cook, also of Russian Circles and Sumac. Sum- Sumac? Sumac? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Yes, the Southern University Mid-Atlantic Conference.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. He, goes, um, he is part of that.
1: Russian Circles, that's a band that I feel like keeps trying to pop into my... Like they keep trying to get my attention
0: on Spotify somehow. Are yeah. they? Are they
1: they're instrumental they're... post-rocky? Is that there? Okay.
0: Yes, they did a split together. Um, yeah, they are instrumental, kind of post-rock, kind of a blend between post-rock and post-metal.
1: Okay, that that must be why I keep seeing them. Um, yeah,
0: you'd you'd like them.
1: Maybe you should give me them. Too easy. I don't know enough of their songs. Yeah, that's fair.
0: You can like them and then give them to me. Okay, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's been almost three episodes since I've given you a post rock band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so this band, I guess, kind of in its initial run, 02 to like 09, 010? 010.
0: <laughs> there is an oh there is a that's, zero. That's in true. Of the 10, technically so. not wrong. Technically, <laughs> technically not. Technically stupid. not wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was 09. Uh, no, I think it was ten when they when they called it quits. Um, so so seven seven
1: eight years, but had eight members in that time.
0: Um, they could not hold down a drummer. Well, that's
1: that's what I saw. They had four drummers in eight years. Mm-hmm. Which guys, mm-hmm. come on, you're you're not doing anything good for the reputation. There's <laughs> one guy I want to ask about. It is uh, keyboardist Jesse mm-hmm. Robertson. According to Wikipedia, it says he left because he disagreed with the band's touring style.
0: Oh, okay. So that must have been the extra person when I saw them. Mm -hmm. It said after that,
1: they they maintained a four-person lineup.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting. I have no idea what that means.
1: What do you think a touring style is?
0: No idea. No clue. All right. Touring style.
1: Like... Like frequency, didn't, or? He, maybe
0: maybe frequency. Maybe he didn't want to tour that much. That's that's. I think that's a frequent reason why people leave bands because they toured pretty uh, heavily for quite a few years. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he didn't want to do that.
1: Fair. I just thought that was kind of a uh, interesting. I didn't really know what that.
0: that kind event. of a weird way to put it.
1: Yeah. They so okay. Did they now? Is it reunions they had in 2016 and and recently here this year?
0: They did like a one-offs? totally random one-off show in 2016 uh, at some bar in Seattle. And it, it was just like announced like a day before or, or something like really briefly before. And then now just recently they have announced that they're doing two shows in Seattle again. Uh, it was one at first, but then it sold out. So they are doing a second in like September or something like that, which I would love to go to, but that's not going to happen. But they did use one of my pictures on their Instagram, although, which I thought was pretty pretty cool.
1: Was that recently?
0: Yeah. Like right before they made the, uh, the announcement that they were going to announce something, <laughs> um, uh, they had posted one of my pictures the day before. So
1: it went your picture, mm-hmm. announcement that an announcement was coming. Yep. The announcement. The announcement. That doesn't happen without you, brother.
0: That's true. It's true. They didn't credit me.
1: Uh, that was going to be my next question. That stinks. Yeah.
0: I credited myself. In I the comments? I commented and say, hey, I took that picture. Oh,
1: boy. They really are snakes.
0: Mm, not just their arms. No. Their fingers, too. <laughs>
1: full full body snakes. Yes. <laughs> really, arms are like the like obvious thing that's not a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Let's get the the other members kind of sorted. Okay. Uh, Steve Sneer.
0: Mm hmm. The amazing vocals of Steve Sneer.
1: What was he doing before these Arms Are Snakes?
0: He was in Kill Sadie. Okay. um, Which was a band that sounds a lot, kind of a lot like these Arms Are Snakes or like. Cause Kill Sadie started without him. There was a different vocalist than Kill Sadie and they were a little more hard, more of a hardcore band. And then they had some member changes. They moved from Minneapolis, I believe it was Minneapolis to, um, Seattle. I think that's when Steve joined and they become a more interesting band to me. Uh, the, the guitar is a lot more similar to what, what it's like in these arms are snakes. It's kind of angular. Mathy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they sound very similar. I, I hadn't listened to them in, in years, and just the other day I, I pulled them up on Apple Music and was like, "Oh yeah, this sounds a lot like these Arms of Snakes." Like a less polished version. Members of that band went on to be like the one of the guitarists went on to be the guitarist in Pretty Girls Make Graves, or one of the guitarists in Pretty Girls Make Graves. And uh, Steve was in um, you know these Arms of Snakes, and I think. The drummer, Aaron Tate, was... What, why does that he name was, sound familiar? He was also in These Arms of Snakes. He was also in Minus the Bear. He was also in Saddest Girl Story with a member of Motion City Soundtrack.
2: Mm.
1: Maybe Aaron Tate just sounds familiar because it's a like simple name. Yeah, yeah, totally. In, in anyway, well, that's
0: what Steve was doing. Steve.
1: Um. Brian Cook, as we said, is the bassist, mm-hmm. and he's been there
0: through through all of it. Since inception.
1: As has guitarist mm-hmm. Ryan mm-hmm. Fredrickson. Mm-hmm. He is... This, this surprised me. He is the guitarist. The guitarist. The guitarist.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All one of them. Because they're now is there I guess we can get into it song by song but is there much if any dubbing going on in these recordings
0: he is the guitarist however Brian Cook will often play a baritone guitar instead of a bass
1: oh okay okay
0: um he does it's kind of che- kind of cheating a little bit it's a little kind bit. kind of a
1: lie by omission in the in the credits
0: Yes, he um, Ryan Frederickson will use looping, I believe. Okay. Sometimes, and then yeah, on the recordings, there's, I think some some bonus bonus layers. I swear, the first time I saw them, they had two guitars, but I could be totally wrong. Steve never
1: plays guitar. No. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm I'm warmed up, ready to go at this yeah, point.
0: Ready. To- get into this.
1: Should should we jump into the first track? Let's do it. The first song Danny is pointing to it right now off 2006's Easter. Mm -hmm. It's Masculine Guys. So this was a really really good intro song. Now, I, I mean looking back, I guess they all maybe would have kind of accomplished this. Sure. But um kind of instantly dispelled what I was what I thought this was going to be. Okay. I I thought it was going to be maybe a little more jangly and noodly. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if, I, I, to be honest, I can't really remember what We Carry Thy Banner sound like. But I don't know if that was coming from whatever I my brain still withholds from that. Um, but
0: Yeah, no, they're not jangly or noodley, really.
1: So so We Carry Thy Banner, big big jangle noodle band. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But not like These Arms or Snakes, who, as we will come to see over the
0: course of this playlist, kind of hard as fuck. They get. They can be kind of hard. And they and, can be heavy. They can be hard. Yes. They can be soft. Sure. They can be spacey. Yeah. Kevin. They could. Divine.
1: <laughs> Intervention.
0: <laughs> uh, that's all I got.
1: The, when that opening guitar line hits. Mm-hmm. After isn't there like there's like forty seconds of nothing. Yeah yeah yeah
0: it's just kind of like some some noise or whatever. Yeah.
1: But when like the actual like guitar part hits I was like I he's he's going to yell at me. He's going to yell. <laughs> but my first thought was like this is like garage lo-fi rage against the machine.
0: Okay like, okay. Just yeah. like the single sure.
1: note guitar lines that are happening. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because when I am reading, you know, Mm post-hardcore, come from Seattle and and knowing what I, I, or thinking I know what I know about that scene and and, and that era, I'm not thinking like these like hard, well-defined riffs. Mm -hmm. And I'm not thinking of like just fucking dripping wet grooves. But (laughs) this playlist has that in spades.
0: They're a groovy band, man. Which is
1: I don't associate that with hardcore. And like the yeah. the other hardcore music we've listened to on this pod, that wasn't um part of their sound.
0: Yeah. No, not at all.
1: Um so I was really I was like I'm I'm going to be the like the hacky I think you should leave meme of like <laughs> uh I don't I didn't know you could do that or whatever <laughs> the line is. Sure, sure ah uh, tight yeah the fourth quarter of game six of the nba finals is starting all right let's talk about this fucking song from 15 years ago of a band one's <laughs> heard of <laughs> worth um, it. it's worth it it is it is worth it because we got uh how many likes on our instagram post today like 15 we're up to 15 holy shit that's Did more I, than the last Oh, time. was it 14 it was 14 it's, yeah. it's
0: probably still 14 <laughs> all right let's hold yeah. on hold on live updates here it's not getting ahead updates. of ourselves I'm following uh, Zach Lind on, on Instagram now, and it's just like pictures of his kid playing baseball.
1: Oh, I was like, shit, he is much smaller than he looks on stage. That's so um, weird. Like, if dude, if you're in a band and, like, you have a verified account, like, you can't just post for, like, your family. Like, just send that shit in a group text. <laughs> that shit in a group text.
0: <laughs> uh, no, no more likes. We've still got 14.
1: Okay. Well, hey, we don't want to get greedy.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. <clears throat> um, yeah, the opening riff of this song is is so fucking sick. And they kind of do that a lot where they'll kind of take a riff and just kind of play it in different variations throughout the song. Like they'll move it up the scale or they'll take just like part of it. Like I feel like the whole breakdowns, bridge-ish part of this song is just like, the first couple notes of the main riff. Yeah. And then they start playing the main riff again. And I kind of, it's one of the things I really love about this band is how like, I just feel like the writing process for these songs was so intricate, especially on these two albums, the last two albums. Yep. I like, I like being able to point at them in the background here. I wish I would have thought of this sooner.
1: And it's very easy to point at them quickly and in the right direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's obviously Easter, and the other one is Tail Swallower and Dove.
0: Tail Swallower and Dove. Okay,
1: um, we'll get there. Yeah, we will. Okay. the The first timestamp, the the first part of the song, where I was like, I gotta pause it and write this down because this was first mm-hmm. time through listening. I was already like, okay. this is gonna be something. I'm assuming that's our boy Brian, cooking it up Slapping on the base. It. Cooking it up on the base. Danny just can't. I can't even imagine that I would make the most obvious wordplay on the guy's name. <laughs> just, just crying with joy of how great yes. that is. that is. That was really um, good. Um, <laughs> the the one person who finds me sort of funny, and I'm just like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Shut the
0: fuck up. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? Because like. It, it it's doing that thing again where like I can hear it when you play it on your phone and then it drops out and then I can, it like slowly comes back up to where I can hear it again, but it totally sounded like a talking head song. Like not a specific yeah. talking head song, yeah. but it sounded like it could be a talking head song. I like that. I think that's cool.
1: This, this band for being whatever genre, whatever offshoot of hardcore they are mm-hmm. do constantly remind me of things that are not at all hardcore yeah and and maybe that's because you know i don't have like that many other bands to compare them to sure but so i don't know if when you hear this you're you're thinking oh yeah that sounds like this hardcore band this sounds like this hardcore band but yeah like talking heads rage against the machine um let me just jump ahead um there's another point of another song where i'm like oh this reminds me of like a, a uh, a song structure and a part of a From Monuments to Masses song.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Great. Totally.
1: And, and, like, with the tone as well, and it's just, like, I kind of have... Like, I really cannot encapsulate what this band is, or what their sound mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And I think it's kind of, like, lame in band descriptions when they're like, they're a band that defies genre. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shut up.
0: Yeah. But they're a band that defies genre. They,
1: <laughs> I mean, they, they certainly... Um it's too late for me to think of the right word and I still I have like a little like pocket of rice kind of like I'm in like <laughs> uh, like I'm dipping right now just kind of yeah, like in yeah, the front yeah. of my my teeth yeah. here. Um so that's not helping. The, but they do they continually continually subverted my expectations of what I thought a post hardcore band was going to sound like. Yeah, yeah. And and always in good ways. Okay. So Yes. So anyway, just that bass was cool and that ends up being like kind of a, like one of their, uh, I mean, I guess kind of almost like one of their signatures, like mm-hmm. they like to slow their songs down, mm-hmm.
0: live in that pocket, live in that groove, let things yeah, breathe I, for a while. I realized I gave you, and I probably did this on purpose, but I gave you some of the songs that are more of the songs that go kind of spacey. Cause they do have some shorter songs, um, but I, I, I don't know. I went the Spacey route because I thought that would be more more Dante.
1: First of all, watch k Packs once a month. <laughs> Recommend it to everyone. The other thing uh-huh. is like thinking about like, you know, Touche Amore. Mm-hmm. That playlist might have been like, I don't know. I can't remember. It was four, ten minutes, I think. Was it really? It yeah. Was, it was short. Yeah. And this one's 26. Yeah. And that should have been my first tip off. But, okay, so before I got to my next, because that, that, that bass part was the only note I made on my first pass. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did some more reading, and my next note is, all caps, wait a minute. <laughs> this
0: is about a beef with under oath? <laughs> what? Did you know that? No. I don't know what any of these songs are about. Well, oh, okay. the second one kind of. We, okay, but, good
1: because I don't want to get into any of the other song meanings. I only okay. want haunt. On, fuck, I was. I
0: cannot wait. That's amazing.
1: Masculine eyes. I, I typed in my joke version of the song title first, and that don't <laughs> don't. I mean, it autofilled for me. It knows. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Again, Dante. Aren't,
1: aren't you tired? Drink some water. God, now I have to figure out where I, where I <laughs> saw that. Cause I, I remember like my mind was just blown. I was like, "Hi Ben,
0: hey buddy." These arms are snakes. Dish up the dirt of playing with Christian. Names. Okay,
1: here we go. I, I don't remember That It isn't what I saw, but I'm seeing it now. Let's dish up some dirt, Danny.
0: In an interview with Dirty Laundry, these arms are snakes dished on touring with. Quote unquote Christian Screamo band, a Christian Screamo band. We were trying to make it big, confesses Steve Sneer. We failed miserably and I hated every minute of it. That was five years ago. Cut me some slack.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The band in question, though never directly named, uh, is most likely Christian outfit Under Oath, who these Arbiter Snakes toured with in 2005. Under Oath has a track record of conflict with bands over their religious stances. And conducting prayer circles and Bible studies backstage. In 2006, Under Oath and Fat Mike uh, of punk mainstays, No effect squabbled and argued about the band's beliefs against gay mar- ew, Against gay marriage. Yikes. But, that uh, uh, Under
1: Oath had beliefs against gay
0: marriage? Yeah. And so
1: I'm now looking at the Mescaline Eyes lyrics and mm-hmm. they are written to like cryptically for me to really understand but now this takes us to well-groomed children cross-legged groping at braille trying to read their creator's name Mm. Um, in in i think it's supposed to be in fervor in fervor and panic wanting to go home in the minivan and good smells in tandem with mom tranquilized in defense yeah, I don't really know exactly what these lyrics are saying, yeah. but I think it's it seems given what we just read about Earth, yeah. that it's like, uh, you know, eh, you're being cheap and you're all making mm-hmm. each other believe this type of thing.
0: Okay, I do. I I did. I found something else, and this is from Brian Cook. Okay, um, this is off of a podcast.
1: Oh, hey, everyone, just go listen to that.
0: No, <laughs> yeah. I think it was a podcast. Oh, okay. This is something off of Brian's Tumblr. Um, And this is in 2020. Uh, So the question is, on a podcast, I heard Ryan Clark of Demon Hunter um, mention playing a backyard show in Seattle back in the day with both Focal Point and Training for Utopia that Botch also played. And it just got me wondering if you have any thoughts, memories, etc., Being in that music scene at the time when there are lots of tooth and nail slash solid states bands that started blowing up. Growing up a Christian kid, lots of bands introduced me to heavy music that uh, led me to bands like Botch. So that was interesting to me. This guy, Ryan Clark, was from um, Sacramento. Hmm. uh, Laguna area. His reply, Brian Cook's reply. I remember that show. It was the first Botch tour down the West Coast. And we went, oh shit, this is in Sacramento even. And we wound up uh, at some house show with a bunch of Christian hardcore bands in either Sacramento or some other nor- Northern California town. Man, I gotta, I gotta dig into that a little bit more. Um, I'll be honest, I hated the Tooth and Nail Solid State Steen. Uh, I was raised in a Christian household and dealt with a lot of guilt and repressed loathing as I hit puberty and realized that I was gay. Uh, when I discovered punk and hardcore, I felt like I'd finally found one social sphere where it was uh, okay to be different. So when the Christian hardcore became a big deal, it felt like the church was infiltrating one of uh, the one space where I actually felt okay to be myself. Mm. Do I wanna read this whole thing? Oh, yeah, they talk about it. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking <laughs> I'm at, at it I just wanna read the 90 Pound Wuss song okay. part, and then I'm gonna bookmark this and look at it later. Uh, and in the late 90s and early aughts, I uh, became friends with a lot of folks affiliated with the label, Jeff Suffering of 90 Pound Wuss was deeply involved in that scene, but his faith never veered towards conservatism or fundamentalism. Same with David Bazan. Uh,
2: Okay.
1: I will go ahead and, uh, while we're saying Under Oath Oath, um, sucks, and that led These Arms or Snakes to take a tour with Under Oath in 05, and while Under Oath were all friendly guys, they were also about as conservative as you could get. These were guys that wouldn't say shit or damn or hell, but they had no issue throwing around the F word or gay as a pejorative. They had George W. Bush stickers on their equipment. They had to hire a new merch guy for the last few days of the tour, and he confided to one of us that they had told him to be careful around me because I was gay, and he, end quote, he's one of the reasons we voted for Bush, so people like him can't get married. So yeah, I'm not a fan of that scene. Wow. Listen as we right. fumble with uh, decades old yeah. hardcore, Christian hardcore feuds. Man. Man. That's why. I mean, I guess it's not super shocking.
0: But hey, they made up for it. Under oath would go on to renounce their Christian beliefs in 2009 and have continued to cho- to explain why they chose to abandon Christianity in recent years. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Fuck, man. Okay.
1: So I so we're going to go straight from that and I'm going to take us on a little walk.
0: Okay. Ooh, with the bass? No.
2: Boom, 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 boom,
1: so there boom, is boom, 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 boom. a Brian? <laughs> there's a about a minute long section of this song uh-huh. that is I don't know, like there's like seven movements. Okay. And so we're we're going to go down this this walk and c- just kind of see where it takes us starting at 149. Yeah. So just real quick like 7 seconds of couple big chords, little lick, couple big chords, little lick and then it goes into this like kind of playful But also, kind of menacing guitar line. And it did that thing you were saying where it just like goes up an octave. Mm -hmm. um, It gets a little more intense, gets a little. It's kind of like, it's not scary music, but it's like the type of music they would play (laughs) during The Wizard of Oz. That would make you go like, ah, oh, those fucking monkeys are around or something. Like, I don't <laughs> like it. Something sure. is not right around here. Okay, and so now we go back into it's literally two seconds of the big chords again. Yep. And yep. then it goes back into being like this like fun, creepy, hardcore musical mm-hmm. theater. So that was one of the longer sections. It was about 14 seconds. <laughs> and now we get into this heavy riff and I would call what Steve does here kind of a, a yelp, maybe? Sure, sure. And then that part fades into this kind of I don't know what you would even want to call it. It's it's kind of the end of the bridge, but it it's almost like a an interlude from yeah, the like heavy yeah. part of the bridge to to the next part of the song. Uh, kind of sounds like a uh, a dial up modem that like someone programmed <laughs> to sound like a haunted music box or something. I don't know. Okay, that goes on for a while, so we don't have to listen to the whole thing. But sure, within sure. that, like, I guess maybe what I actually played was more like a minute, fifteen seconds or so. But so much happens, and nothing mm-hmm. stays the same for more than like, mm-hmm. like I said, I think fourteen seconds. Um, yeah, that ending part there was like, oh, an- another band that you would not think that a hardcore band would remind you of. Like, I was, was giving me like genesis vibes Um, sure sure just like yeah we're gonna have this weird ass section that's probably in like a weird time signature um (laughs) but but really cool that like this whole song this whole song is very cool and kind of keeps you on your toes but like that middle chunk i think Mm -hmm. was probably a little like i didn't really appreciate it until like you know third, fourth, fifth time I listen to it because yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. so much going on where I'm just like, yeah. I can't like catch my breath and get used to something before it goes to something else.
0: <laughs> yeah. It can be kind of overwhelming like the first time you're hearing it because there's just so many different things happening. The opposite of that though, the opposite of so many things happening. Your fathers, your, fathers, your, your sisters, sisters and to I was just thinking about that because i've i've always loved that it's got such a groove to it uh the beat is kind of cool behind it uh and it just makes you kind of like like pigeon your head forward you know every time it happens but i was thinking like what was the writing process like for that just like okay brian just go dun it, okay and you do the same thing fred or fred <laughs> ryan it. This is why everybody
1: quits because you can't remember our fucking names, (laughs) Sean.
0: Dun And I I don't know. I just think that's interesting because there's so much, so many intricate things happening throughout the song, and then that part is just a single note. Dun dun. I don't. I think that's interesting. They've got dynamics.
1: They absolutely do. It is interesting. And and they they, I wouldn't say spice it up, but they kind of pull another trick out of their sleeve, no mm-hmm. trick out of their bag. Where would you store tricks? Sure. <laughs> cereal um, box. A hat? Here we go. Four oh four. I was, I was definitely, uh, the trick worked the first time. I, I did think that song was over because it's it's a pretty meaty pause. What are you doing?
0: Amanda <laughs> just asked, are you okay?
1: <laughs> what? Why? What did you do?
0: Because, because I was like, oh, the, the song stopped. Whoa, what happened? Oh. Are you going to wake Lasa? <laughs> no, no. Far away from Lhasa. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny.
1: But uh, yeah, that pause is... I love shit like that. I love... I know, I know. Uh,
0: it gets me every time, too. Every time I listen to this this song, I'm like, oh, what's that pause? Wait, is that the end? No, no, this is the... There it goes, there it goes. <laughs> and it keeps going. I was, I was... And it gets so... Like, after being so simple for so long and then taking that pause back into that SIF at C- sick... <laughs> Back into that sick ass riff, <laughs> that fist ass sith. Yeah, that uh-huh. is great. Yes, it's it's fucking amazing.
1: I I still haven't listened to the song enough where I can time the when it comes back in.
0: Yeah, nope.
1: It's like I'm wrong every time.
0: It's impossible to count. <laughs> impossible
1: to count. Have I have I actually tried to count? No, but uh, no. that's insane. I was driving around today, and uh, automatically when I got in my car, um, Joy Formidable's um, "The Greatest Light Is the Greatest Shade" started playing, mm-hmm. and that song—we're <laughs> <laughs> done for, man. We are. It's too late. That song, fucking, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that song. That song, fucking, <laughs> rips.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's there's a, a build on, in the latter stages of that song. Where uh, do you remember that song at all? It a it bit. has like the electronic part that goes uh 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh that part. Yeah. And then at the end of the song, the drums come in and go boom, and then it like explodes and gets really big. And uh, there's still music playing, and every mm-hmm. once in a while, I don't time the drums right. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you take away everything and I'm just like, yeah. I don't know, like I'm okay, I'm driving 20 miles an hour, so it should mm-hmm, start by mm-hmm. the time I pass seven houses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess the last thing to ask at the end of this song is uh so did they stick it to Under Oath here?
0: I guess I mean <sighs> Did they though? Cuz I didn't know this yeah. about this song. Yeah. I don't know that you know? either. Hmm. 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 So maybe not, but I love that now that I know that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could uh, learn something together.
0: Yeah. And I've got this whole thing to read about. You're going to track um, down
1: what house show they were at or whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I got to find some shit out. Um, I don't know anyone in that kind of commute. Well, no. Oh, I could ask Brian. All right. Calm down. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Congratulations to Giannis Satentacumpo Chris Middleton Drew Holiday, Coach Bud, And the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks mm-hmm. For their NBA championship win Breaking news here Ooh. on Five Songs or Less wow. All of our listeners will have heard it here first That <laughs> could be possible actually <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true Danny, the second song on this playlist Uh-huh off of 2004's Oxoneers or the Lion Sleeps Four. when It's Antelope Go Home. Uh huh. The Angel of Crete.
0: A sister's secret. Now, I've known about her. <laughs> no, now she is secret.
1: <laughs> you are a bold man. Oh am I? Well you must be because this is a bold second song.
0: It's bold.
1: It's it's relatively short. It's only mm-hmm. like three and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. It starts out like a trashy late 90s like <laughs> brit techno like w- i know exactly wannabe, what you're talking you know about. what i mean it's like you can yep. unrelated a couple nights ago i watched a live video of um basement jacks performing where's your head at <laughs> On top of the pops, which we jokingly referred to as something like Ye- mm-hmm, Yezu mm-hmm. would never be on, but fucking yeah, basement yeah, yeah. jacks, yeah, come on down,
0: yeah, why not?
1: And it was like, oh yes, this is that lovely aesthetic. Um, and I know you said you hadn't seen the show uh, Peep Show, I have not, but there it, it takes place early; it's more early two thousands. Um, but there's a character who is like just waiting to make it big and like that type of at home electronic Mm -hmm. music type of recording. Uh, And that's what this sounds like. This like was born from.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's, it's prodigy. It's chemical brothers, except like not this, but then this also sounds like a band that I would have tried to listen to during my dimple days And like, I would have said I liked them even though I maybe didn't get it.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I
1: don't mean I would tell you that I like them. Mm -hmm. I would tell me that I like them.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: You know what I mean? And then wonder, (laughs) Hey, this band I like, um, every time I'm listening to them, I feel uneasy. (laughs) Why is, does this keep happening to me when I listen to new music? Sure. Sure. But, uh, And so it was like, all right, let's see, will I get it now? And Mm -hmm. I guess it's hard to quantify that, but I certainly get it more than I did.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, how did you, like, this feels like a song that was maybe, like, one of the last, like, concrete decisions on a playlist.
0: I had a few songs off of this album. Um, This is the one that I was thinking... If there's any song on here that Dante's not going to like, it's for sure going to be Angela's Secret. This album mm-hmm. is a lot more straightforward. It's a lot more accessible for the most part. There are some some oddities or whatever. But especially compared to their first EP, which is pretty... Um, I mean, the one song I gave you off their first EP, you know, it's, it's longer. It's got the, you know, big... Uh, build up and all that stuff this one feels like they're going more leaning more into like a pop route or something like that not obviously this isn't you know that kind of pop music or whatever but I why did I think I went with this song over a couple others because I like the guitar riff so much sure once we get to the actual guitar I like the synth synth intro too but the guitar riff around 140 uh, is probably one of my favorite riffs, just kind of ever. Uh, and I, I, I learned, I sort of learned, I learned where to put my fingers to play it. Yeah, but it never sounded like our buddy Ryan, old old Frederick, old Freddie. Um, he's such a good. He's. We didn't talk about it on the last song. We mostly talked about Brian, not Ryan, but Brian. Correct. Ryan is such a good fucking guitar player.
1: The reason I haven't brought him up yet is because we could have the same conversation every song.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I about how goddamn interesting the stuff he writes is.
1: Yes, and I, I had a question about that, and I I was kind of maybe going to save it for the end. Um, okay, could save it. Oh, the thing is, like, it doesn't. It's not really going to matter with my overall like impression or, or feelings mm-hmm. about the band, but, well, yeah, well, okay. But speaking of sick guitar, <laughs> um, I'm not going to jump to the riff that you were talking about, okay. Um, okay, but at 27 seconds, from 27 to 44, there's this sick guitar line and then the, the synth and then these, like, crazy fast drums that sound like a drum machine but aren't mm. but they kind of have that like it's like sometimes when you listen to music made with drum machines and it's like house music or you know maybe some rap music you're like did the person who make this like know about like timing or anything cuz <laughs> sure, it's just sure, like sure. there like there's clear like there's clearly a tempo and then the snare mm. hits will just kind of just be like it's like 18 drumsticks fell from the ceiling <laughs> and all hit the drum or the snare at like kind of a slightly different time yeah 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 but it but it totally works so so that's mm-hmm. what this part is right here Like you asked in the first song, how does that get written?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who's tr- who's drumming on this album? I could look it up online, but I'd rather go grab my record. Well, okay. Good. Take more time.
1: I'm out by 11 hard. I'm I'm just I'll I will just turn it off.
0: <laughs> I hit my record against this chair right here and I said, "Ow." <laughs> Ow, my vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, still Aaron Tate. Okay, great. On this one, cool. I'm was, I was curious who the drummer was because when I saw them touring this album, they had uh, uh, no. The first time I saw him touring this album, Aaron was playing. Second time I saw him, uh, Ben Varellan was playing. Okay, which I'm sure you care about.
1: But ben Ben Verellan on the uh, the Wikipedia, they have that little like timeline of the members. I believe it, mm-hmm. it, he is who he's just like a sliver. I believe.
0: Yeah, he, he played drums on... It literally <laughs> looks like he was there for a month. This release, okay. right here, okay, split with Harkonnen, because he was in the band Harkonnen, uh, and toured with them for a while, but that that was it. He was a very short-lived member of the band. Yeah. He's now in the band helms a Toit. And then just a,
1: a few seconds after, I, I really probably could have just let it keep playing, but I want to get to this to this weirdo fucking keyboard or whatever it is. It, it really sounds like a mistake.
0: (laughs) It sounds like, uh, like it sounds like a Mario level, like an underwater Mario level. Yes. Or, Or some, one of the Mario levels. Yeah, I mean, it's like a reverse effect, and, and yeah, it's, it sounds weird. It,
1: it sounds like they would be playing, and then they'd be like, does anybody else hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Is there Is that, did like we a fucked up ice cream truck? We, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, we left something on and didn't realize it. <laughs> that that part, I will admit, because this song really throws, like. so I, I walked us through that like super busy minute in uh, Mescaline Eyes, um, <laughs>
0: Masculine, I keep
1: fucking yeah I I'm, my <laughs> stupid ass pointless unfunny bits are just making what's supposed to be their serious parts worse <laughs> but like this song is also just like throwing everything mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. in
1: it and I cannot listen to that part without only listening to that sound like uh, everything okay. else that's okay. happening in okay. the song I'm just like it drops and I'm just like <laughs> and it's just like the him are you okay <laughs> uh it's just it's so it's so bizarre
0: mm. but but it's cool weird. It, it's weird it's cool it, and it works it, it's like I've, I've heard it four years mm-hmm. but it's never like stuck out to me and i hope it doesn't always stick out to me now
1: what what did we talk about uh, a couple weeks ago maybe that Like I I pointed something out to you and you were like,
0: oh, shit, I never noticed that. That was um, the last Jimmy July episode because we were talking about that riff on 23 Mm -hmm. and how uh, you think it ends too early or goes back around, comes back around or whatever too soon or something like that.
1: I I, I know what you're talking about. I. Yeah. okay.
0: And it did not ruin it. Okay, good. Because because you were wrong.
1: Well, no, I'm not like I'm not to rehash that. It it just seemed like they went back from like one note to another. Yeah. Like at a weird at a weird time. Like it was just like on like a, a half beat or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. they They went back differently than how they got there. And, and to like it always stands out to me. But sure, sure, sure. Unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> because this is not I mean, you can't fit Jimmy Eat World into August in any sort of punny way. So we're not talking about them. No, no. Danny, (laughs) stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, okay. When you walked away to get your fucking record, I told the listeners, I am absolutely just closing my laptop at like 10.59. (laughs) So.
0: Okay, well, let's fucking go. Uh, Play play your... Aug are snakes. (laughs) It's going to be our month long. (laughs) <laughs> ooh Arms boy Snakes episodes
1: <laughs> all right we'll release one of these songs per week um
0: okay uh 140 let's listen to my favorite yes.
2: guitar riff
0: <laughs> such a groove
1: A shockingly groovy
0: band. A shockingly groovy band. I was doing the night at the Roxbury. Yeah, I didn't notice
1: for a while, and then when I did, I was like, "Don't spit out the water." (laughs) I need this lemon-infused water to get over my illness. Yeah, you do. She brought she brought me a lemon.
0: Oh, Oh, I know. She's a keeper, man. Yeah, she's a keeper. Yeah, don't fuck this one up. (laughs) I can't make any promises. I,
1: I, not a joke. I cannot. I'm like i I have been working so hard on staying out of my own way and not sabotaging myself and giving myself a chance at this. but as I like to say, there you know, there's no river without a bend, mm-hmm. like something's gonna happen. to be honest, Danny, not that I'm trying to to rush through that, but uh, or this song, but um. Kind of once I got over the initial like, oh, what the hell is the song trying to do or trying to be? Mm -hmm. I I I got into it and those like the two parts I played and the riff you played, like were Mm -hmm. were the main parts that stuck out and it and it works. It's not my favorite song on the playlist. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, like I, I think all the things that you would want to like point out and be like, hey, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. This is awesome. There's yeah. there's one thing that we will need to hash out, mono y mono, here. Uh oh. But I think I saved that to the end as well.
0: Okay. 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 Should have given you the song about Dennis.
1: Dennis or dentists?
0: <laughs> dentists.
1: There's an actual song about <laughs> dentists.
0: It's about getting teeth pulled or something like that. Tracing your pearly whites. Hmm. hmm. Through the years, I love this album. Okay. Still to this day. Okay. Through the years, their final two albums have become my go-to with listening to this band. I will listen to Easter and Tailswall and Dove before I listen to any of their other catalog because that's when they got the most interesting. Well, and that's where we are
1: in the playlist. Because our third track, as Danny points out, is off 2008's Tail Swallower and Dove, mm-hmm. the sort of questionab- questionably titled Ethnic Trouble.
0: I realize that's how you pronounce that word, trouble. Yeah, yeah,
1: trouble, trouble. Um, it, it is. It's Ethric double.
0: Ethric double.
1: Yeah. What is etheric? I don't know. That sounds. Was- that sounds like a weird sort of like offshoot sect of like being a Quaker type of name.
0: Yeah. What does etheric mean? Not ethic. Ethric. Yeah, I'm just... Ethric. Come on. Ethric.
1: Ethric. Let's see. I'm typing it in.
0: Okay. Keeps auto-correcting to ethnic. Yeah, and
1: now I'm just getting... Literally, the top three results are unscramble ethric. Hmm. Wait. So in... Might and magic, is that part of, like, Magic the Gathering, or what is this? I don't know. Might and magic. So, introduced in Might and Magic 6, The Mandate of Heaven, Ethric is a character. He is class warlock, oh. race, <clears throat> lick, or lich, L-I-C-H, sure. gender male, from the native world of Enroth, and uh, some background on him. His status is eradicated. Oh. Etheric yeah. the Mad, also known as Etheric of Bracada, is a powerful sorcerer-like that appears in Might and Magic 6, The Mandate of Heaven, and Heroes of Might and Magic 3, The Shadow of Death. He was the teacher of Jedite and Sandro, and supposedly, supposedly, mm-hmm. the mm. first like on Ethroth.
0: I don't believe that for a second.
1: Uh, oh, boy. Check out... and Here's here's a visual of Etheric.
0: Whoa. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Just imagine if there were two of them.
1: I can't! <laughs> um, Interesting. God, I hope this is what the song's about.
0: That- I know. Me too. Me too. I was just looking at the lyrics. And I was like, is this...
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I hope so. Well, okay. So... I'm not going to talk about lyrics too much, but the very first line, you write the songs, I say the passages. Ooh. I mean, Etheric, he's... I already forgot what he is. He's a warlock, mage, something. He's, sure, he's, sure, He's not a bard. He's not a singer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what the fuck this song's about. <laughs> but um, I, I will say, as an opener, as an opening line... I did not, I don't love that line.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: It it, it might be too, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, too, um, like, real. <laughs> like, talking about something. It's it's literally, like, it could be talking about them in that very moment.
2: Hmm.
1: Now, I don't know who you is. This is something I was going to ask yeah. you. Does, does Ryan do, like, the bulk of the... Music writing is it like, is it like Ryan and Brian together? Um, I you know like, I th- I, I would know. be curious as to that, mm-hmm. just because at least on stage Steve isn't you know playing anything, so I don't know if he's yeah. composing the music. Anyway, th- this is a long song. Mm. Uh, there, there's a lot to get through here. Seven and a half minutes. I would like to start it at fifty nine seconds sure thank you very I think I used the word menacing before could that could apply again very kind of dissonant sounding sure like not that of not that it's out of key but it's like I don't know kind of like Plain playing notes that are like one step down in hmm. I don't know, there there I think maybe there might may be one coupling of notes that it's not making the obvious choice so or it's or maybe it's a bend where it's mm-hmm. kind of like ooh, like <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, yeah. It's a are, little spooky. are we in a dungeon with a fucking <laughs> etheric skeleton or whatever that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, in the description they never mentioned etheric doesn't have uh, skin or flesh. Skin? Yeah. Seems like that just should have come up sooner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a detail you need to know.
1: Etheric, Your PR, <laughs> buddy. I don't know. Um, or maybe that's great PR. Everyone goes around yeah. thinking he's this yeah. like big old skinned fellow.
0: Yep. Yeah. Did not look like profile pic.
1: <laughs> he keeps getting the Tinder dates, but never a second.
0: Yeah, yeah. Never a second
1: ah uh, um so yeah so just that those like 11 seconds are the soundtrack to like a repetitive like video game nightmare um and <laughs> sure, sure but sure. and and i maybe have video game on the brain because of etheric um but mm-hmm. it it does kind of have that like you mentioned like Mario, like a certain level, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that could be the loop that eleven seconds could be the loop oh, as you're trying yeah, to yeah. get through whatever you know dungeon mm-hmm,
0: some dungeon or whatever
1: also i'm gonna I'm gonna go back and play that again because it they're pretty simple, but the drums of that section, uh, and I believe it's Chris common on this album, yes, yes, as you would say, Danny, the drums in this section and in the song, fucking rad. He's doing a cool pattern there where he's this right after he's hitting the the snare, so it's what one e and a two e and a three. E. <laughs> so he he's hitting the snare on three and right on the e, he's following it up with another bass hit, really really quick, like he's not letting it breathe. And then that bass is like being or that kick is being pretty busy. Um, Mm -hmm. it's a cool kick pattern that I really like. I really like when drummers aren't afraid to just fucking lay on that kick drum. Like always, (laughs) that was always my problem as a drummer was like, Hey, that's enough. Like stop, (laughs) stop kicking it so much. And I was like, but I'm not good at like the ones up here, but I seem to have some control down here. So that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just foreboding and creepy and fucking
0: groovy, man yeah totally groovy one of the I think maybe the reason I picked the song but also kind of the long kind of breakdown throughout this song is maybe why I picked it but this part here where it kind of builds up it does it twice once it builds up and then just uh, goes back down and continues but the second time when it when it kind of uh, opens up at the end of this these words and stuff I have always really enjoyed you cover them up so they can see them? If they can't see
2: them because they don't believe them If they don't believe it because they can't see them they their eyes?
0: The fucking drums on that part are so fucking amazing. Chris Common is a great drummer. Um, I don't know that I've listened to anything else he's done, to be honest. I've listened to things he's recorded because that's what he's mo- more known for. Now, w- was he producing them before he stepped behind the kit? He may have been. Okay. Um, yeah, he's on. he plays drums on the last two albums. And boy, I mean, their drumming was always pretty good and interesting. But on those last two records, there's a song... Uh, red line season off of i don't know one of those albums (laughs) that has a really really interesting drum part and i I think you'd dig it i almost put it on the playlist but i didn't want to go with a single like some fucking normie
1: totally oh i would have called you out on that (laughs) so okay you you played into where this there's this long instrumental break uh, Mm -hmm. in the song um, so I, I won't uh, I won't double up on that. So uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit to two eleven, precursor to my favorite band three eleven. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, also sorry that that part you just played at you said one thirty three. Yeah, r- right before it gets into like the crazy drum parts, there's just like one guitar note that like arcs. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. oh, fucking so good. Like yeah, it, it's. I don't know. Boy, Ryan. It, it stands out so much in this band. I don't know if it's the way it's produced or mixed or whatever, but mm-hmm. like the songs don't sound like super full. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you agree with that? Yes, yes. And, uh, I, no, I'm not, like, like crazy full, fo- because I was listening to this today in the car and I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to this nice and loud like I did with Yezu. Yeah. And I couldn't get the same... It didn't have the same feeling like they're right. full, like, you know, they've got the instruments and whatnot, <laughs> Jack, <but> I think <laughs> four instruments, no, three instruments and vocals. I think because they're doing like these, a lot of times, single note riffs and stuff like that, it doesn't fill out the same way that, you know, Yezu does where it's like a lot of chords and stuff.
1: Right. And I think part of that's also the, the tone and the effects being used sure, on the sure. guitar or and and in Yezu, guitars, I I'm sure he's. Oh no! Enter stage right, Dad. Look at this. What are you doing? Because I don't know
0: what why it's not working.
1: Hey Dad, I'm gonna knock over all these albums if you don't mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dante said something funny. I hope it saved you. Say hi to Dante, and then you can have this back.
2: Hi Dante.
0: Hi Han. Okay, there you go shut the door, please. On, oh, Thank you. Ah, I should have called him son.
1: Ah, fuck!
0: Shut the door, please, son. Son, come here, son. What'd yes. you do with the iPad? Okay, play the part you were gonna play. Uh... Or did you already play it?
1: No, okay. I didn't already play it. We were, we were talking okay. about the, the fullness of
0: the. Right, right, but, right. Okay. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Jesus got lots of. Got lots of. Okay. uses a lot of, you know, all the effects and layers of distortion and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. This is a lot more stripped down. Okay. Back on track. <laughs> all right. Is everybody fucking
1: catched up? Real bunch of um, fucking yeah. dumb shits. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta spell out everything for you, step by fucking step. Yeah, Uh, yeah. give me a break, Kit Kat. So that that nice whole build starts out with just like the the busier double time hi hat, and then yeah. he gets to that like boom 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 that four on the floor kick, um, and that really does help in a band that has one guitar that's not like just a swell of chords. Like, dude, you can mm-hmm. have more low end and and the drums filling those spaces a little bit more, and yeah. I think that works really well. I I was gonna skip. Um, from 2.37, like, the next 30 seconds. I don't know if there's anything that you you wanted to touch on. I mean, this... So here, all right, spoiler alert, and everybody already knew this. This is my favorite song, right? Everybody knows okay. this. This is obvious. Okay. Everybody Everyone knew, knew this. it. Oh, uh, nah. the, the longest fucking one where there's not that much singing? Yeah, that, that, okay, <laughs> wow. So I, I'm not being dismissive. I just I want to get to a bunch of things... Um, okay. At, at my
0: the, my only uh, or my next timestamp or my last timestamp on here is three o four. That's mine as well. Uh, yeah, just kind of how that riff kind of drives the rest of the song and just kind of like vibes out for a little while, for a couple minutes, and then it picks back up to to polish the song off. You could even say it tremolo picks back up. Ooh, we know music things.
1: One music thing. (laughs) Yes. Here we go. 304. Yes. Yeah, when they when they go into that riff, they don't even let the part that was playing before kind of, like, fade out. Mm-hmm. It just, like, fucking stops.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
1: a crazy decision. Like, and we're done. It, it really, yeah. It, it's like they just got sick of it. Oh, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Like, <laughs> I I can't hear another second of that. That part rocks. And, yeah, that goes mm-hmm. on for, like two and a half minutes. And then the last thing I wanted to play was at 5.46. I was really surprised that a band that I had not only genre like the punk hardcore, mm-hmm. like prejudices about, but also <laughs> like I had uh, Jade Tree prejudices about them as well. Mm-hmm. And so I was surprised that they would have a seven and a half minute song that was like built around this one heavy driving riff. Yeah. Um, but and they do a lot of really cool things in and around it. Um, that just ba That like that made me think like back to me talking about music and movies, where it's like p- pick your kind of you know cool tough guy. Um, I'm I'm pretty fond of Dave Bautista of late. Danny's doing the weird like cuckoo clock eye thing. <laughs> no, that's his O face. That's his Darren Melankian face. <laughs> um Dave Bautista, uh he uh Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you see that? Okay. He did. He's uh the one who like doesn't get humor.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um I
1: can't remember his name. It's probably I like I can't
0: remember his name either.
1: St- stock, stack, croc. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about it. It's 1017 over here. But, yeah, it, let, let's stop fooling around so I can explain why I brought up Dave Bautista. <laughs> fuck me. Um, but just, like, he's, like, you know, he's got his eyes locked on the, the bad guy that has his daughter, you know, in a cage or whatever. And he's walking yeah. slow-mo while that riff is playing, and he's about to fuck some shit up.
0: Um, I'm... <laughs> I specifically have been walking around my house like all week going. Doo,
2: doo, 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 doo,
1: doo, so maybe you're the badass I'm thinking of. I am the badass. You're the hero we deserve. Walking in slow motion. Is that your is that your superhero name? Like slow mo man?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, uh favorite song and like you say off of their most recent album?
0: Their I mean, yeah. Tech- Last album, most recent album. Right.
1: Like you said, there it is. Thank you for pointing it out. (laughs) Uh, Very interesting. And that continues. That is proven Mm -hmm. on track Mm -hmm. four off the same album. Uh, A song not as interesting as the Under Oath story. Um, Also, maybe not as harrowing. It's a song about George Washington's wig called Wooden Hairs. (laughs) So here's another band that you would Uh never fucking think and probably never fucking hope that this band would remind me of. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to listen to the beginning of the song. I know the our listeners already did, whatever. Yeah. But f- just for you and I, we're going to listen to the beginning of Wooden Hairs.
0: One hour later.
1: So that the riff, the, the groove, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then both the style and delivery of the... Vo- That's kind of the same thing. The style and content of True. the vocals... Um, he, he's talking about like a specific I mean, like character. What? I said, hi, Ben. Oh. <laughs> um, this, the opening 30 seconds of the song uh-huh. made me think of Flippin' Primus.
0: Okay, okay.
1: They often sing about kooky characters and I don't know anything else about the lyrics of the song but he just says you know mm-hmm. hey there's this guy he lives on the ground yeah that's yeah. weird that's a thing Primus <laughs> would say and sure. he, he's kind of giving it this like weird not theatrical but kind of like there's a slight tinge of like s- silliness I don't know the right word for it mm-hmm. oh, to, to <laughs> the way he's delivering it and, and, and the riff is not unlike something that you would find on I, I bet you Brian Cook is it Brian Cook?
0: Uh, Brian Cook, the bassist.
1: Yeah, the bassist. I, I bet you he's probably learned a few Primus songs in his day.
0: He may have. He very well may have.
1: Um. So I, I hope that uh, you and I and any other... Well, mainly you and I, I. I don't need a third friend. um. But I hope you and I can stay friends
0: after saying this. this reminded me of Primus. Sure, sure. I don't really know anything about Primus. I know the... I remember the song why known as big brown beaver.
1: Yeah. I wish I knew a little more about them so I could give them to you cuz I think it would be fun mm-hmm. but I don't. And also I think they're they're amazing virtuoso mu- musicians who have a from what I know a handful of like some really cool songs and then a lot mm-hmm. of songs that are just for kind of like dumb idiots or music nerds. Yeah, yeah. Like you could I be like you could live like behind a gas station or have like graduated from Berkeley school of music. And like those are the, if you're either of those, you're a primus fan, anyone in the middle, you don't need it.
0: (laughs) I have a friend who has invited me to primus concerts. Like uh, I think multiple occasions. Wow. And I've never gone. He invited me to one um, pre pandemic and then it got canceled because of pandemic. Yeah. Uh, It's been rescheduled and it's primus, playing Pink Floyd songs? Hmm. I think. Is that correct? But uh, Black Mountain is opening, whom I really like. Also, Battles is opening some of the other dates. Interesting. Primus?
1: See, Primus is one of those bands that we kind of laugh at
0: and dismiss, but is... (laughs) Yes, correct. I, I agree with you, yes. They... They are a band that gets kind of like, I don't know, shoved off. Cause who cares about them? They're weird. Right. Uh, also, uh, Pink Floyd, I meant to say rush. They are playing songs by. Rush.
1: Oh yes. 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 Okay. I believe they did some rush at their, uh, hall of fame induction. Mm, um, okay. But I, I was going to say that I think they're probably really respected by other musicians. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I bet, you know, like the guys from battles probably have some, um, reverence for primus, but, um, so but before I did more research on the band, this was the song that made me go, like, is there one or two guitars? Mm-hmm. Because if it's one, that's really, really impressive. And if it's two, they are like they're great complementing each other. Yeah. Now, like I know like the end of uh Etheric Double there has unless it's the like the baritone guitar, or whatever that Brian's playing, there's some double tracking going on with the guitar. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, either way, likely. just yeah, it just makes Ryan all the more impressive. Um, yeah. in, in his writing at, at the very, very least. Um, mm-hmm. is, is Steve's voice different here, or does it just like fit the song differently?
0: He he kind of does some different voices, like early on, he used a lot of vocal effects and stuff. Um, because he f- he said he felt insecure about singing. He went from apparently feeling insecure about singing to just being so fucking weird on stage and like doing these weird voices and stuff like this. So I don't know. He might be maybe he's got like different characters he sings as or something, you know. But yeah, I don't I don't know. He he's an interesting dude, and I. Was trying to find like if he's ever been on a podcast or something like that mm-hmm. last week to see if I could, you know, find out what he's up to now because he has not doing music. Well, they're playing these Archer Snake shows, but he hasn't really been doing much.
1: So I I watched them play this live. There's a, a good quality video of them playing this live. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the one I'm talking about?
0: Um, possibly.
1: He looks I watched lo- quite a few. He looks like he's playing a character.
0: Yes. Yes. Always. Is it the one where it's like daylight outside? Yeah. Like they're in front of a big window and he's yeah. like bouncing around.
1: And he it looks like he has a wig on. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It's he has like a mustache and like some sort of mm-hmm. like mutton mm-hmm. chop things going on. Yeah. 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 Didn't make me love him <laughs> just based off of those choices. But uh, to, to each their own. Absolutely. Only because the rest of the band is just like
0: doing normal rock
1: stuff for the. Yeah. Like they're yeah. all just like you know like black T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's doing like a Will Forte character. Yeah,
0: but he's um, an interesting dude. Steve. Oh, Steve. Steve. The last time I saw them was at Bottom of the Hill, and he, his shirt had come off at some point, and a a glass like a beer pint glass or whatever broke, and he starts like cutting himself with the glass, is isn't. It was an odd night
1: i I don't like that at all,
0: yeah, <laughs> like did I just make you not like him even more
1: uh a, a little yeah yeah yeah, well, not I mean maybe worry because i I think sure. you don't do that if you're a hundred percent together, yeah, yeah, um I tend to keep shards of glass away from my precious delicate skin. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on the belly. Ooh, that's... Yeah, cause yeah that's it's right on the belly. All the I got stuff some photos. I I'll um,
0: send you the the pictures. Don't. <laughs> They're black and white. You can't see that it's blood. Did you spill says- chocolate syrup on
1: them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You told me the story. Um, <laughs> You'll forget. So they... Again, in this song, they do the thing where they slow it down mm-hmm. and they sit in that groove again. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like I said, that... <clears throat> Somebody gets you guys' girlfriend on the phone.
1: No, no, no. This man needs a lemon. Let's just keep me up till midnight. I don't need sleep. (coughs) Um, I didn't know you were sick. um, It's because you didn't ask. (laughs) (coughs)
0: Where's your water?
1: It's empty. Um, I'll just suck on that lemon rind here in a second. (laughs) Anyway, I just want to fucking say like <clears throat> they're not playing blues scales, but they kind of do some blues rock things, sure, and sure. and some of this like sort of neo like blues rock that's been you know big the past fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, that band Royal Blood, where it's just sure. it's just a bass and drums, mm-hmm. but they have some songs that are super fucking heavy and really good. Mm-hmm. And this kind of has that, that feel to it. And again, every song we're going, okay, they're hardcore, but they're psychedelic. They're hardcore, yeah. but they're pop. They're hardcore, but they're blues. They're hardcore, but they're fucking weird uh, Brit electronica. Um, <laughs> that is very, very cool. They just do not sit like in a genre. They very yeah, much yeah, yeah. Ca- are carving their own space.
0: I agree, and i i I don't know. It's one of the things I loved about them is that they do all these weird things, and it's hard to pin. You could just say they're post hardcore, but they don't sound like your average post. They you know they don't sound like Thursday. They don't sound like Thrice. They don't sound like uh, Fall of Troy or like you know whatever post hardcore band you want to think of.
1: Right. I guess I would say, and and you can correct me or give me your opinion, please, but. I would say maybe the vocals is the kind of like tie to the genre more than everything else.
0: I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it gets to like the screamy parts, he's definitely going for a more like Dave Yao of, of Jesus lizard, like that kind of vocal style and, and stage presence as well. But it's, it's almost like taking back Sunday. The, (laughs) yes. Uh, it's almost like taking the weirdness out of like uh, Blood Brothers and those like other weird Seattle bands but then putting it in a a more uh, accessible lens or or whatever if that makes sense
1: no it it does make sense yeah 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 but they're also very fucking weird
0: oh yeah 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 I mean Dave (laughs) yeah Dave Yao is fucking weird Blood Brothers were weird and like but i don't know it's kind of the it it makes it more interesting than just like you know your average white guy going up on stage screaming about something now it's a weird white guy up on stage screaming about something
1: yes <laughs> finally finally <Round laughs> the 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 one part of the song that i really wanted to to play and talk about is at uh 240 the I'll scroll back a little bit so we get a little lead Feel in. Feel free to go
0: to two thirty three so you'll you'll eat up my timestamp.
1: Okay, tight two thirty three. Um, so we're gonna listen to Danny's seven seconds, and then there's some vibe changes and uh, some really cool background vocal chanting mm-hmm,
2: thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: I was glad I looked it up because I was able to find that <clears throat> that like repetitive phrase chanting in the back is actually no this is kind of not cool because they recorded the audio without her knowing it but they went to a uh, they were at a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. were just recording noise just to see if anything stuck out and a waitress walked by and just kept saying who's <laughs> who's horchata who's horchata and so they just pulled that and looped it. And so if you go back and, and listen to it, it's who's Orchata, who's Yeah, Yeah. Who's jada, who's yeah. V- very <laughs> cool. And like you were just alluding to, gives them more depth than your average white band.
0: It's true.
1: It's true. Um, I, I really appreciate you. I, I appreciate that you did not split these songs up. I like that they're back to back. And so I can cool. kind of... I've been using words that have to do with liquid... But so I could really just soak in these two songs, sure. Um, and kind of get that full experience. Are they they feel like they could be back to back on the album? Are they how are they sequenced on the album? No, okay, you don't Uh, have to get up.
0: (laughs) Woolen Airs is the uh album opener, okay? All right, Toy Bold, Bold by Them. It is bold. I love that it just like drops you right in with the beginning of the song, like, Mm -hmm. there's no like long intro or anything like that no feedback it's just like here's the riff and the drums and everything we're going right into it but anyway that that whole breakdown where the synth comes in and it's doing all that spacey like pink floyd shit or whatever
1: yeah i wrote down yes so yeah very yeah, much. yeah 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 vein.
0: for sure for sure uh i it's fucking great and i really wish they would have like kept making music together and done some more stuff but Oh, well. Are you ready? Do you have yes. more to say on this song?
1: No. I like it a lot. It might be my second favorite.
0: Okay. Which okay.
1: leads me to believe uh, Tale of Swallower is a album to check out.
0: It is. It's a very good one. The last two albums in particular. All right. Well, the next song is titled uh, Named After Dante's Kettle, which he's heating up right now. Something that he loves. He's going to drink from the neck of the one we love
1: I do have a, a fancy kettle with a, uh, a, is it called a gooseneck? Sure. Is that it?
0: I think so. Oh, it's like the... Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. That's off I, of this I, one right I here. I get confused because you, you were telling me you goose step, <laughs> but that's... <laughs> I just want to make sure I wasn't thinking of a goose for the wrong reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, hold on. I, I'm just going to pour the water now.
0: Okay, okay. Drinking from the necks of the ones we love off of this is meant to hurt you. These arms are snakes first EP from 2003. I am pointing at it on my shelf, which you cannot see. So that's great. I saw the, um, these arms are snakes tour in this album in 2003. They played at a place called 12 galaxies in San Francisco, California, uh, with murder by death opening this very fun show and they closed with this song uh and the crowd went fucking off it was great uh everyone was going crazy at the end banging heads and whatnot it was very fun hey bud hey i was just telling everybody about when i saw them play this song well, I probably saw them play the song multiple times, but hey, no the need time to repeat I it. No need. Yeah, if you already, was in if you already talked 2003. about it, two thousand three. If you already
1: talked about it and it's uh, ten forty, then galaxies. I don't see any reason to wait. How many galaxies? Twelve of them. So more than actually exist in the real universe. Stupid, sure. stupid name.
0: Just a bar name. Uh, album closer or EP closer, and yeah, you, playlist you went to their- closer.
1: You thought they got better as they went along, but you wanted to close this with their earliest stuff. Tell tell me a little bit about that decision-making process.
0: I just love the end of this song. I love the long build at the end, starting around four minutes, and it just kind of builds and builds and builds into an amazing ending of a song, and I thought it would be a good playlist ender. Well, you were right. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait a second
1: before we get to because I, I do want to kind of jump right into the middle of the song because that's mm-hmm. where like the real mm-hmm. meat of it is at 103
0: mm-hmm.
1: the, this reminds me of something and I, I just I need to know what Okay so if you have any fucking idea I mean there's a thousand songs that just have a fast, Mm-hmm. Chord mm-hmm. part with big splashy cymbal build. Yeah. But I mean it could be it could be anything, yeah. but it
0: could be anything. It reminds me of these arms of snakes. Off of their first DP. Reminds me of that.
1: Where I would jump ahead is to 226. Do you have anything before that you want to talk I, about?
0: I don't. I don't. I I just I love every guitar riff. That's one of my notes. I just and love these riffs. That's and that's what we're gonna talk about here.
1: When I first heard that part, I was like, I need to like, hook this up to my electronic drum set, and I need to play mm-hmm. along to this. This yeah, sounds do. so fun. Did you do it? No, I have no fucking time, because I had to do this.
0: What, what am I going to do? Were, that's what you were going to do tonight? You were going to hook this up to your electronic drums?
1: Well, at, no. At this point, I would hopefully have been asleep for about 45 minutes already.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, then.
1: But So, no, I have not done it yet.
0: You should. Sounds fun.
1: I don't know. Do you think so? (laughs) I think so. Again, pretty simple grooves, but interesting guitar work. And I I really like the way Ryan, our boy Ryan, Mm -hmm. how he goes from full. uh, Well, let's give him some credit. Like, full Mm -hmm. sounding chords, especially when he's doing, it's like a fast tempo um, like that. And then cuts right to... Yeah. Just noodles, riffs. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's boy, it is well written guitar stuff. It is. OK, so I do like we'll talk about the lyrics just for a second. I like thankfully because he says it a bunch of times <laughs> when he when he says tell in the future to come in the back door, tell all these stars that the stars are no more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: that is just nonsensical enough yeah. for me to really
0: like it. What's it mean? I don't know. Did I scream it at the top of my lungs when I saw them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. It's the most important
1: <laughs> thing you've ever heard in your life? Yes, yes. Absolutely. It, Yeah, because it, it sounds meaningful without me actually having to, like, you know, confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't sound problematic, so.
0: No, it does not.
1: All right, at 4.39, mm-hmm. here's a fucking yet another band that you wouldn't necessarily associate with hardcore. Um, not as possibly insulting as Primus. <laughs> it is everyone's favorite Los Gatos? No, I don't remember. Dredge. Oh, Vacaville. They're, fr- they're Vacaville? Yeah. Really? Okay. I think so, yeah. Pretty right. sure. Danny was on his horse. Giddy
0: up, Danny. Uh, the little, very, very little I know about dredge. Uh, absolutely, I totally agree. That sounds dredge-esh. Dredge dredge esque
1: they, they just really like to slowly Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes. That's uh yes.
1: that's that was their big single, actually, Bug Eyes. <laughs> Um Fuck. and then yeah, I, I fucking cut it right when it's about to just rip into this heavy yeah, as yeah. shit riff. Um this is when I started thinking about from monuments to masses a little bit. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. A, a little bit in, in in tone and also the kind of the way they just seem to like splatter the structure of the song all over the place. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, let's just get a little taste of yeah. this end. <laughs> Song needs to be
0: no. You gotta have the screaming screams at the end. Oh, when the talking about front
1: lawns. When the guitar stops.
0: (laughs) No. Uh, Okay.
1: So let let's let that transition us into our overall thoughts. Sure. Assuming Ryan, maybe Ryan and Brian, Mm -hmm. the brothers. (laughs) Ian. Sorry, I said the brothers. not the brother zion for anyone confused okay (laughs) let's assume one or both are kind of like the lead um Mm -hmm. like writers of music there there is a i like this a lot i like this playlist a lot i didn't Mm -hmm. i didn't dislike any of these songs I really had to keep asking myself if I thought these vocals fit the music Mm -hmm. because it kept sounding like hardcore vocals. With this, this is like it's not post hardcore, it's like it's like prog hardcore, yeah. Like it's oh, yeah, totally. I've I've I truly and this shouldn't surprise anyone, I've truly not heard a band blend different elements of different genres in this way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love everything the three musicians do yeah and then i'm like maybe i don't know 50 50 60 40 whatever you want to call it uh with the vocals and Mm -hmm. i never dislike them but sometimes i'm just like oh it seems like it's like their main vocalist was out this day and they just like they brought a guy from the <laughs> opening band to fill in, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and and it works well enough. And and I totally get the merits of of Steve, and like think he's a good vocalist and all that. It's just it's, it's just maybe the fit, <laughs> w- was kind of surprising to me. And I'm I'm sure with time I'll just I'll just love Steve for Steve and totally embrace what he brings to the band, and Amanda is saying, I can't believe you're still fucking recording.
0: I love Steve for Steve.
1: Yes, Steve for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do think for me, as it usually does, the music wins out. Uh-huh, uh-huh, But, I mean, has there ever been a band where it was like, oh, I, w- I would like this band if it wasn't for the vocals? Like, as far as, like, bands you've given me? Uh-huh. Oh. I was asking a question. Oh, oh, oh. Has that? I, I don't think has that happened.
0: The heavens. Uh, I don't think so. Okay,
1: I I can't r- recall one either. Yeah, I don't think so. Or, or if I didn't like the vocals, I maybe also didn't really like the music a ton, and so it's <laughs> not like it ruined anything. It's just the band overall, I didn't. Yeah, yeah Totally yeah. dig, but with the, these arms are snakes at least with these songs, maybe this isn't super indicative of their catalog, there's a lot of space for just the music to cook. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: A lot of really cool instrumental breaks in this playlist, a lot of spots to vibe out. Well, and that's something I wanted to ask you about. Last week, talking about Yezu, Mm -hmm. felt like we kind of had this breakthrough moment where you were like, I was able to listen to Yezu in the car and totally space out and vibe. I'm surprised that These Arms or Snakes didn't kind of warm you up for that, because you've been listening to these guys for a long yeah. time, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so have you always, like you've always just listened to them super intently when you've listened to them?
0: Pretty intently, yeah. And like listening to the, like those spacey parts, like listening to the doon, 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 doon. like really paying attention to the guitar or the riff.
1: Yeah. And, and those are more like I guess, catchy guitar parts than what's happening mm-hmm. in a lot of Yezu. So I, I can see that. Yeah, But yeah, because I, I know in the past you sort of rejected the notion of listening to music yeah. that passively.
0: <laughs> yeah. And plus, uh, I mean, they start doing more of that later on, but I'd say, you know, less than half of the album is is like that. Like having the weird kind of spacey, parts or whatever half of Uh, of any of the any of these
1: arms or snakes album okay okay noted um another question for you Uh should i be checking out narrows no uh
0: if you want to listen to a another ryan frederickson band i would listen to dust moth okay I don't know a lot about them, but from what I've heard of them, I think you would probably like it. Narrows is is a bit too straight-ahead hardcore. Okay, Dust Moth it is.
1: All right, Danny, do you have any overall thoughts or anything you want? I still love
0: this band. I'm glad that you like them a lot. I would highly recommend that you listen to (laughs) Easter and Taylor Taylor Swallower and Dove. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ooh, that was a Freudian slip if I ever heard one.
0: Uh, also, these down here, mainly this guy, this is their split with Harkonnen, and they do, each band does two songs, so four songs. Each song blends into each other, so it goes, these arms are snakes, Harkonnen, these arms are snakes, Harkonnen, and then they do a fifth song that they play together.
1: Wow. And it is
0: is very cool EP.
1: Friendship. Okay. Um, Probably won't ever listen to that. You should.
0: Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, you should listen to these too. I should jog. (laughs) (laughs) It's not
1: not happening. So
0: hot out. It is. No. All right. Give them a rating.
1: (sighs) I I hadn't looked at what I had given, like uh, other stuff. um, So I, I don't know what to compare it to we've been so generous with our scores of late like we're we're due for like I, know, a, I
0: gave Yeezy a 4.0
1: I know we're due for like a 2.1 well but like this, this is, is an an episode in. four. no it, buddy no absolutely not yeah that's at least a 4.0 riff <laughs> I mean I'm gonna have that bopping around in my head when there's fucking like 17 middle schoolers just like, ruining my day Yep. If some if some middle schooler comes up to me tomorrow and is like, um, I'm not liking this. My mom said this would be and but I'm and I'm just gonna like drop down on a knee mm-hmm. and not actually touch her, but like put my arm above the shoulder just to kind of try to be condescending sure. Sure. and just be like, Well, maybe you can tell the future to come in the back door. <laughs> you can tell all these stars that the stars are no more. She can just fucking like nod and kind of cry and uh, (laughs) ask for her money back. And uh, 4.2. Okay, sweet. That's a good rating. Yeah. Danny, thank you for these arms or snakes.
0: You're welcome, Dante. I think you'll enjoy at least two of their albums.
1: (laughs) We will see to be discussed on a later episode because this one is ending
0: Yes, as now. soon as I give you another band, Fuck. Dante, the next band I'm going to give you, has a strange vocalist again in another weird way. Less intro. Me. Oh! Without you. Wow.
1: Wow. Me would shoot you. I felt there was a little pressure on this one because I know how important uh, these arms are snakes are to you. I would say... Me without you is probably another tier up, maybe. Hard to say. Okay. You know what? We don't have to talk about it right now. (laughs) We'll talk about uh, it next time. Okay. okay. In two weeks. Two
0: weeks. All right. Thanks everybody. Bye bye.
1: Back off a little bit. Check, check.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rice. Check those waves?
1: Rice. Mushrooms. Broccoli. <laughs> garlic.
0: Garlic. Uh chickenless seasoning? Hey,
1: oh yeah, you know it. Uh, hey vampires. You can garlic my balls. <laughs> but no biting.